welcome. The Division of Career Pathways launched the following podcast episode in order to educate and support UCI students and alumni with their professional endeavors. Visit our site at career.uci.edu for additional resources. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode. The topic for today will be taking a gap year. So this episode is really great for those of you, perhaps you've already decided to take a gap year, or even for any of you that are still deciding, there are going to be some great insights shared today. So my name's Andrea, and I'm part of the Division of Career Pathways team, and I'm joined by a very special guest, Sarah Sakar, who is a UCI alumna and also took a gap year herself. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Yes. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I'm curious just to start off, if you could give us a little bit of um, a description of what life looked for you when you were a UCI student and what life looks for you now as someone who's actually in a graduate program herself. Yeah, of course. So when I was in UCI, I double majored in crim law and society. Wow, it's been a minute and I forgot my major. Kerm Law and Society and <laughs> uh -huh. PSB, so Psychology and Social Behavior. Uh -huh. um, and then I took a gap year and now I'm currently in law school. I love it. And when are you graduating from law school? I'm graduating this May. So in less than a year, I will be done done with school. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. So as I mentioned um, a minute ago, you consciously decided before beginning your law school experience to take some time and take a gap year. So I'm wondering just to start off, what led you to that decision to take that gap year? And if you could also paint a picture too about like what was that decision making process for you? What did that look like? Yeah, of course. So when I was an undergrad, I talked to a lot of people who were either in law school or were attorneys, and I think the consensus of what I heard was take a gap year before going into law school. Law school is so difficult that like you really need to take a gap year to like catch up on your sleep and like catch up on your mental health and kind of just take a break from school before you go into law school. Um, and to be honest, I really didn't want to take a gap year. I kind of knew myself and I knew that if I just took a gap year, I would get too lazy. I wouldn't want to go back. I'd get too used to sleeping and I don't want to go back on that school schedule. Um, and so I kind of like set my mind. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a gap. I'm not going to take a gap year. And then I took the LSAT and I didn't get the score that I wanted and personal things happened in life. And I kind of just reevaluated everything that I thought. And I was like, you know what? I think it would be a good idea to take this gap year to study for the LSAT for real rather than study for the LSAT and have to worry about schools and extracurriculars. And also like focus on my family because I've also neglected them for the previous like four years. <laughs> And so it, for me, it just kind of worked out in a way that I never thought it was going to like, cause like I said, I was pretty insistent on not taking the gap year, but then I eventually took it and I'm very grateful that I kind of took that route. I love your story, first of all, because you had that initial plan of, I'm going to go straight to law school. I know myself, I know this is what I want to pursue. And then some of the things that you shared was life happened. And you realized 
you know, for your own health and well-being, as well as the advice you received, you know what, maybe it's actually best just to take a moment, you know, pause, collect myself, and just make sure I feel like I'm in a good space before I move forward with, you know, an intensive graduate program. So yeah. I love that. I love that you were open and flexible to changing what your initial plan looked like. Yeah. And also, too, I think you brought up a good point that anyone who wants to pursue graduate studies right after, you know, earning their UCI degree, that's totally fine. However, it is a lot to balance and juggle. You know, you're a full-time student, you have your activities or internships that you're involved with, and you at the same time are meeting all these requirements to apply to different graduate programs as well. Yeah, so. you're right. Um, grad school is so different compared to undergrad that it, like the gap year is a good way to like shift between the undergrad and the grad school mentality. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm curious if you had to choose what is the main difference between undergrad and graduate school in your opinion? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I'm not familiar with PhD programs and master's programs, so I'm sure those are going to be different in their own way. And like I said, I'm in law school and that's its own separate like beast. And it's really hard to compare like law school grad programs and like the PhD program or a master's. So I can definitely speak to the law school aspect of it. Um, law school is very different from undergrad because it kind of like forces you to throw away everything you know about like basic writing and like basic reading comprehension. And you have to like learn those skills from scratch. So you spent 16 years learning how to write one way and then you have to like throw that out and start a whole new way of writing. So like legal writing is completely different. And so you have to like redefine what you know about your study habits. You have to go over like how to do basic reading and focusing on important things and how to like ignore things that are not relevant. It's just, it's very different. And on top of that law school, the environment itself is very competitive. It's very doctrinal. So it focuses a lot, a lot on law, on like dry, heavy law. And like we have like class discussions about like case law. It's just very dry versus like undergrad, even though you're technically in lectures all day, just like you are in law school. It's very, I don't know. It's so different. I feel like it's something about the law that's just so dry and it's just so much more like taxing for your brain than it is for undergrad. I appreciate your honesty because you are in grad school for any program, you know, law school, of course, is included in this. You're choosing to specialize and become an expert of a topic. So the difficulty level can definitely be different as opposed to undergrad where maybe you take classes with it's more about breadth versus depth and now you're required to go more in depth as well. Um, that must have been challenging though. You know, you also said like I, I was a student and I was writing and learning in a certain way up until, you know, earning my bachelor's degree and then now I had to kind of deconstruct that and learn how to be successful in a whole new different program as well. Yeah. I know you also touched upon this a bit too in regards of taking a break, you know, a minute to focus on your well-being, reconnecting with your family. Uh, but I'm curious, what else did you do during your own gap year? 
Yeah. So I wanted to go to law school and I was also playing with the fact on whether or not I wanted to do a joint JD PhD program in psychology because I just love psychology. I've always wanted to go into something related to like family or children law or something related to that. So I thought a PhD in psychology was one, something I was really interested in and two, would help my legal career. Um, and so in my gap year, I had two different positions. I think I didn't do the typical like work at a law firm full time because I wanted to still focus on that PhD option for me. And so I worked part time at a law firm and the law firm was a very small law firm. And so I had multiple positions. I was the receptionist. I was also the file clerk and I was also the um, just a normal law clerk. So in law firms like file clerk and law clerks are two different positions. And so I did everything that wasn't paralegal work or attorney work. Um, and so I think I worked about 25 hours at the law firm and then the rest of the week I was at a research lab here on campus. So I started doing research as an undergrad, I think maybe my last two years of undergrad. And I really liked the lab that I was in. I really loved my faculty advisor and I asked her if I can stay on on a like a part-time basis and she said yes, I was more than welcome to stay on. And so I became a study manager. And one of the studies we were working on the lab that became my baby. And that was the whole study that I was overseeing it. And I was overseeing all the new RAs that came into the lab and I was training them. Um, I would collect data, I would analyze data, I would clean up the data. So I, that, I really took control of one study in the lab. And that's what I did on my off hours, not at work. So you intentionally, it sounds like, did an experience of course within a legal setting and also still had that psychology research interest so you were also intentional about getting experience related to that as well um yeah. i'm curious because you have that perspective you know, what are some pieces of advice or thoughts you have for any student that is considering taking a gap year how can they be productive with that time before they, you know, jump into becoming a student again? Um, especially being productive with COVID-19 going on. Yeah. Um, sleep is a big thing. I think that's the thing I miss most about being um, not in law school is sleep. Um, so definitely take this opportunity to sleep, catch up with friends, catch up with family. I really don't think people like, realize how much that can be sacrificed in a grad program just because you're so busy focusing on furthering your career and and the networking and all that stuff is like you really lose sight of your friends and your family and sometimes for me I don't even contact my non-law school friends for like a whole semester um, and so it was good for me to like connect with them before before I go into like law school and I just like shut myself out so that's definitely a big thing um, at least for law school specifically, I really don't recommend anyone to go into law school unless they for sure know that they want to do law. And so I feel like people can really take advantage of a gap year or two to decide whether or not they want to go into law um, and work at a law firm to see if that's actually something you're interested in. Because if it's not, then it's a perfect opportunity to like leave before you go six figures in debt like most law school students. So I feel like the short way is one kind of figuring out what you want to do and two just focusing on yourself on self-care and family members and sleeping and all the little things that you might have neglected while you were in school 
and traveling because I know that's also hard. Not that you can do that during COVID times, but if you can, hopefully by next summer, everything will be fine. I agree, definitely. And I like your point. It just seems like the value of a gap year in one way can be having that time to really check in within yourself before you make that investment. Is this the right investment that I want to make period. And also just having that time maybe to have more flexibility, um, which is going to be harder once you jump in and become like a full-time grad student as well. Yes, definitely. I'm wondering if there are any additional benefits of taking a gap year in your opinion, as well as any maybe cons, if at all, of taking a gap year in your opinion. Yeah. I think the benefits are everything that I kind of explained before. So I don't want to repeat myself, just, you know, taking care of yourself and figuring out what you want to do. Those are the two big things that I noticed. The cons though, I mean, not going to lie. I got so used to like that nine to five schedule and then going into law school, which is like more than a full-time job. It's like literally 24 seven, you're working on work. Um, and so I, like at, sort of, at a certain point during 1L, like my first year of law school, like my brain shut down around like six o'clock. And it was like, you're not supposed to be working past six o'clock. And I'm like, we're not working anymore. Like you need to keep functioning after six o'clock. And so for me, that shift was really difficult. Um, but I know several people who were working for like years before going to law school and they put in like countless hours, like maybe they were a paralegal at a law firm for like 10 years. And so they're used to those long hours and they didn't have too much of a hard time like I did. I think it was just because I was a typical nine to five for only a year that I just got so used to the schedule. I didn't have to worry about working overtime. Um, I wasn't in one of those professions that like, I really had to like struggle in my work. And so I feel like that shift was not so easy for me. Um, I got too used to sleeping, to be honest. Like, I know I keep harping on that, but like, trust me, as a law school student, you don't get enough of it. And so I really struggled with having to like work almost all day and maybe like sleep for like four or five hours and then kind of need to function at a typical level the next day. I love the realness. <laughs> no, not gonna. I'm so sorry for anyone who wants to go to law school after this, but like, I'm just trying to warn you guys so you don't go into law school and get surprised. No, I definitely appreciate the realness because, you know, again, regardless, whatever program a student who's listening decides to pursue, it is being very much, you know, going in with your eyes wide open that the life of a graduate student can be very intense and very busy and, and you know, at times, as you speak of, tiring. And it is a temporary part of anyone's life at the same time, um, but it's definitely a marathon and not a sprint. So I just appreciate you, you know, definitely encouraging our listeners to think about, are you willing to live that lifestyle is, is, you know, is that something that you really want to pursue? Is it worth that investment and that energy or lack of sleep? Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned Sarah. Yes, definitely. definitely. Um, but I think other than that, I think it's just the little things that really was like the quote unquote, the cons of a gap year, but definitely the pros outweighed the con. And I'm not going to like 
be upset that I took a gap year because it was a little difficult to shift my sleeping schedule like that. I got over that in like maybe like a month or something like that. And then eventually I kind of got used to being in grad school and it worked out. Awesome. And then before we wrap up, any additional advice that comes to your mind for any student who is really maybe uncertain, they're on the fence of whether or not they want to take a gap year, any advice that you'd have um, for our students listening? Yeah, I'd say you know yourself better. So even though so many people told me to take a gap year, like I thought, like I knew like it was going to be a bad idea taking a gap year. And even though it ultimately worked out for me, I think you know yourself better than anyone else who's giving you advice. And so if you think, for example, the undergrad to grad school right away is the best fit for you, then definitely do that. If you feel like you need a year or even longer than a year, don't make other people make you feel bad that you're taking more than just one gap year. I had a friend of mine who wasn't sure if she wanted to go to law school and she graduated, I think the year after me in undergrad, and she took a gap year. She still didn't know what she wanted to do. She went into her second year and she still doesn't know what she wanted to do. Now she's going on to her third year and she's like no law school. And she's like completely readjusting herself and kind of like changing career paths. And that's totally okay. And she's happy with her choice. And she's very happy that she didn't go into law school. So definitely don't feel bad about the decision that you're making. This is your journey. It's your career. It's your life. And so take into consideration everything that everyone is telling you and then make a decision that's best for you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your insights and perspectives, especially someone who's on the other side as a UCI alumna and now living in the very much depths of a very busy life as a graduate and law school student. So thank you so much for talking with me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.